Hello, friends and listeners, party people. Welcome back to another episode of Party XP. I'm your host, Lacan, and joining me once again is my friend Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, buddy? Better than you, it sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still getting over this little whatever this is. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, I think I think it was like a like a small sinus infection. I have some antibiotics and some other stuff, and you know, I'm doing okay. Um, I'm kind of again, I'm at the tail end of it, where it's just like everything gross is coming out of me. <laughs> Yeah, if it makes you feel better, it's been a month and a half, and I'm, like, still at, have, like, the little cough, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. But luckily enough, that's it. Yeah. I'm... So, uh, you have a, a, a whole month of this to, to go through, so enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been inhaling the hell out of this, like, Vicks Vapo Inhaler thingy. It just, oh, yeah. It, it just burns, like, the nostril, but in, like, a good way, you know what I mean? It, it reminds me of, like, a more pleasant version of wasabi. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because you know the wasabi has that nasal burn to it, right? But this Vicks one though, I kind of like it. Like I'm not, it's kind of weird. I'm over here just sniffing the hell out of it, like you know, if I just need a little bit of relief throughout the night. So it's been nice. <laughs> I also saw one that was like, I, I think I saw this on, like Shark Tank. They have one of the different like fruit flavors and shit, like fruit scents. Huh. And I'm like, I kind of want that. Why can't I find that? Because Vicks is, you know, it's, it's like, it's not a good smell, but it's like, it's not a bad smell. You know what I mean? But right. I, you I, know, you know it. It fo- what follows is good. Yeah, so it's like if I can get like a like a cherry menthol smell. You know what I mean? In my, in my nose, I think feel like that'd be kind of nice. Yeah, a little more. I can see that. Not as aggressive, not as angry at my face. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I've been put, dealing with it for the last couple of days. Uh, over the weekend, I was a I was a mess, man. I couldn't do anything over this weekend. <laughs> but I'm feeling better overall now. Um, thank God, just in time too, because I went back to work, regular work schedule now. No more. Uh, you know, Christmas, no more New Year's holiday. Thank no, God. Okay. Yeah. Can I just say that? Thank yeah. God. <laughs> I, I, like, I hate the holidays, dude. Really? Like, I get so out of whack. I'm, I mean, I'm such like a, I'm such a um, creature of habit uh, that okay. like the holidays always throw wrenches into like my my habits and mm. my like routine that I'm just so ready for them, them to be over once they start. It's really crazy. See, because like, I guess because I don't celebrate christmas but new year's is fine right but like uh i think for me it's all, i'm always looking forward to like oh sweet I, I know i'm gonna get like a day off you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like i think that's what it is for me is more i'm just excited for like the the break in my habit i think that's what it is for me like i'm fine with routine but i would like, I occasionally just really appreciate a break i think that's what this i think that's what for me that it always like that end of the year into the new year kind of window is i think that's mm-hmm. that's just for me again personal obviously everyone's different but that's just how i look at it but yeah like now we're back to normal uh things are kind of you know getting back and you know getting back to the swing of things and for us our show as well we're going to try to get back into our regular routine of our of um our usual format right the i pitch you one you pitch me one this week i've got something for you jeff we talked about it a little bit, I believe, during our now during during our um, games we missed episode. <laughs> You're really going through it. I'm, I'm so I'm, sorry. Yeah, I should I, th- I, I should have gone first, man. <laughs> I thought I was fine. Apparently not. My brain's not working. <laughs> That's all the cold medicine. You're right. Let me just stop. Let me just sniff more of this. Hold on. Let me sniff some more of this Vicks real quick. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I already know what you're going to give me, yeah. so uh, just a peek behind the curtain. We talked about this on episode 46, the games that we missed, and it's one that I had no like qualms, not qualms, but you know, it wasn't something that I, I intentionally missed, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just something that I never really got into, even though I was a Steam 
customer for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was never really a Valve customer, and right? I, and I brought up specifically Half-Life, and this is the accompanying almost kind of property to Half-Life, right? It's all, it's all in the same, same connected universe. The game is called Portal. So you know right. of the game, obviously. I'm sure you you know of the memes and know the references and stuff like that. You maybe yes. don't know exactly what they're specifically talking about, right, in terms of the story. But this is a game that's kind of been in the zeitgeist in terms of, like, if you were a PC gamer or even, like, a um, PS3 360 gamer, because this did come out on as well in the orange box back in the day. So Portal is a 2007 puzzle platforming game developed by Valve. Originally released in a bundle known as the Orange Box for Windows, Xbox 360, and PS3. Later on, it has been ported to other systems including Mac OS, Linux, Android via the NVIDIA Shield, so technically, and the, even the Switch. So it consists of a, primarily consists of like a series of puzzles that are solved using the, quote, Aperture Science handheld portal device, a.k.a. the portal gun. You've probably heard of that one at least. Mm-hmm. You play as Shell, a test subject, and are challenged by GLaDOS, I'm sure you know of GLaDOS, to yes. complete each puzzle in the Aperture Science Enrichment Center. Short summary of the development of the game, Portal began in 2005 as a freeware game called Narbacular Drop, developed by students of uh, DigiPen Institute of Technology, which, um, fun fact, I see their booth pretty often at uh, PAX, uh, because, you know, they're a, a, tech, a tech school, so they, I'm sure a lot of dev- uh, developers go, go there as well. So Robin Walker basically saw uh, he's a Valve uh, developer saw the game at DigiPen's career fair was impressed by it contacted the team that developed the game and gave them some advice and offered to show the game at Valve's offices Gabe Newell impressed by the presentation offered the team jobs at Valve to develop the game further many of the team who originally worked on the game on the game joined Valve in order to create Portal making it a spiritual successor to the former. The game took about two years and four months to complete after the team was brought into Valve and no more than ten people were involved in the development. So you can argue this is an indie game, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Yeah, right. So basic premise of the game, or in terms of, like, I guess, controls and uh, mechanics of the game, you use the portal gun, right, uh, to shoot two portals which are linked together. And the game essentially just acts as like a physics sandbox in some respects where linear momentum and conservation of momentum and a bunch of other science shit happens a bunch of other science shit happens. <laughs> fuck yeah science <laughs> look i'm a musician okay there's a reason why i clearly didn't get into yeah. science and science and math um uh, so one nice thing here i want to i want to point out to you i wish i was told this earlier on when i played this game was many solutions exist to solve each puzzle so experiment and try Try the simplest option your mind can create because sometimes, you know, you'll see one is like, okay, this makes sense. And then, you know, your brain will figure out a different option way to, to, to solve each puzzle. And literally every puzzle I believe in this game has like an alternate solution. Mm-hmm. And this game is often cited as one of the greatest video games ever made. And I'm personally inc- inclined to agree. It is a very, very fun experience. And I think is like one of the, especially experiencing it when I was younger very very influential in terms of my understanding and experience of what a video game can be because before right. portal i was kind of just like okay platformers games with guns and it's like okay that's real and you know like a little bit of puzzle solving right but this was just like one of those games where i was like oh this is very different from anything that i've ever experienced in terms of a video game and again mm-hmm. i think one of probably one of the most influential video games that have ever been created wow High praise. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I love this game. Um, I mean, there's been like a, there was like a sequel to this game. There was like an added DLC to this game down the line as well too. Uh, so 
very popular game. Um, nothing crazy either. This game's like I don't know. Like it's it's not a crazy long game. It's like it can be done like a weekend type of deal. Oh, so cool. yeah, very it's, good. it's a fun kind of sprint game, and then like big community as well for like speedrunners of this game too. So you know, any game that has like puzzles and platforming, you know, you know the community is always going to get around to try to figure out how to break and how to move go as fast as possible. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So any questions before we get started here? No, like you said, this game has been around forever. Um, it's been massively popular outside of my sphere. I kind of know the basics of what I'm getting into, even a little bit past the basics, just because of all the memes, like the the Valve source like meme community has been active mm-hmm. for decade yeah, plus now. Exactly. So like you kind of know what you're getting into with a lot of these source games. So I'm just kind of excited to finally play this and have a reason to play it. I don't know. I just never, I never picked it up. Same thing with Half-Life. Like I just never played it. Mm-hmm. It's not that I wasn't avoiding it or I had no interest in it. I just had other games to play. Word. So it'll be fun to, to get into this. Absolutely. I think, I think you'll enjoy it. I think in terms of comparing this to like Half-Life, this is the much easier one to get into because it is a much shorter, kind of like a tighter experience overall. Mm-hmm. So I think this will, this will be a good time for you. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. So, listeners, there'll be a short break here. And for us, it'll be like a week or so. For you guys, it'll be about five, ten seconds. And after the break, we'll see how Jeff feels about Portal. See you then. Okay, listeners, we are back. It has been about a week or so, and Jeff has got his hands on Portals. Jeff, what do you think? Well, Calm, the word nostalgia is a formation of the Greek words nostos, meaning homecoming, and algos, meaning sorrow or despair, and is defined as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for a return to or of some past period or irrecoverable condition. And holy shit, does this game make me feel nostalgic. Ah, uh, you know, from the Ooh. opening sort of menu to the the way that like the menuing looks uh, to the fact that, you know, the way the way the game actually looks and plays and controls to the humor i felt like i was playing this game in my parents house on my old little dell xps <laughs> not playing it in you know my dining room as an adult um <laughs> you wow like it is it is definitely a game from the early 2000s and i felt like i was a kid again and uh, i was just like wild like just sitting there kind of just playing through it and thinking that like getting lost in the game and its presentation from like the early 2000s i guess it's 2007 so it's a little later but i don't know i just it it felt like like a generation 1.0 sort of computer game and it took me back to that time man so it was it was a lot of fun the game's really good too but the game's a lot of fun the 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 puzzles are really challenging you know the gameplay is is really cool and, and intriguing so, like, I'm happy that I got a chance to play it, but, man, like, it just, it was kind of a kick in the nads mm, okay. to, to have to go back and, and feel, like, you know, young again, but <laughs> it was, um, it was cool. It, it's a really cool game. That's good to hear, because, like, when you, as soon as you started talking about nostalgia, I thought you, I could have sworn you were going to say, my nostalgia glasses are too thick, and I am, like, looking at uh, what I thought was a gem of a game, and you were going to dunk on it, but I'm so glad no. to hear that you enjoyed this one. No, it was fun. Yeah, because like I, I like I, I mentioned it in the first half where I think this is one of like the bigger like experiences that I ever had as like a first person platformer, puzzle platformer, right? Um and it's one of those games that like I wish I could forget so I could play it again and experience it again for the first time. Um there is that feeling of like this game does have like a, a very like 
so it, so this game was uh, on the Source engine, right? So this was again yeah. like a, like so they were after uh, um, the first iterations of Counter Strike, Half Life, right? Half Life Two had I think had been remade during the same time, or to be to be put on the Source engine as well, and that was like my first real foray into like FPS gaming on PC. Because uh, my old PC was very, very outdated, and it couldn't handle anything FPS-wise, even, like, Doom, like, on my old PC. So, for my first real experience playing this in terms of, like, having a PC that could play this, and I also got this on the consoles, on the orange box, right? Because it came out on the uh, mm-hmm. PS3 and the Xbox, yeah, exactly, on both the, the PS3 and 360. It kind of, like, brought me to another world of a game I hadn't experienced yet, and it, like, and not, like, even just brought me in, it, like, dragged me in, like welcomed me in warmly but like you know you know like when you go to like a, a family party and there's all like that one auntie your uncle's like oh good to have seen you in so long come on come on come on like and they're really like really excited to see you again kind of thing or even almost like see you for the first time kind of thing that's how right. i felt playing this game when i was younger and i'm glad that you ex- you had like a positive experience with this game i mean for the most part i don't think i've ever heard anybody even have like a negative like a truly negative experience with this game um I've mentioned before that this game is very much held in like high regard for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like again, like this yeah. in kind of like the Half Life series and kind of the world they've uh, that Valve has created with these games. Um, they are both like you know connected. Um, but yeah, it's good to hear that you enjoy this one. So w- let's start it off, I guess, with um, when you started off this game. Uh, obviously, very very simple puzzles early on. It was literally just like walk here. You're right. Yep. <laughs> like sh- shoot a portal here, exit here, walk through. Right. Um, I remember my first experience with that portal mechanic being genuinely mind blowing where, you know, I walk through a thing and then the room is like, you know, I'm now I'm seeing the same room in a different POV and I'm seeing myself exiting the previous portal and you know what I mean? Or entering the previous portal, exiting the new portal. Right. Um, Was there anything that kind of grabbed you immediately upon experiencing the game? Hold on, sorry, I'm texting. Okay. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Jeez. Good to, good to know that uh, <laughs> that portal held your attention better than I can. Um, so it, uh, my experience was like uh, walking through the portal that I had, the first portal that I made, and exiting the second portal, right? And then seeing myself. And, you oh, know. That was trippy. It was wild. So, again, like, from my first experience, like, you know, seeing that, that was a mind blowing experience. I'm like, I could, didn't realize that this could have been a mechanic in a game ever you know what i mean because like portals in like previous games before this were kind of just like doors essentially right to the next level right um and this was like no i'm interacting actively with said portal um and you know from my understanding this is a pr- kind of like a pretty big thing in terms of like tech and game development from my understanding yeah um but like was there anything that grabs you immediately when you first like started up the game like aside from like obviously the, you know getting you know transported back to a time where you know things were simpler and we just had like youth, our youth, and still like all the free time in the world to play video games. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I kind of noticed was Glados, the voice, right, and and kind of how dry, the dry sarcasm mm. of this this AI voice, right, kind of following you the entire time, and then slowly but surely, kind of getting a little bit more frustrated, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, as the game goes on Mm -hmm. as for the gameplay i thought it was cool how it kind of showed you it kind of showed not told you how to use the portal gun Mm -hmm. and was kind of like 
here here's what you can do you can you know you can set up a portal right where you land and you can launch yourself further right you can use momentum to propel yourself further you can you know drop things through the portal you can you know shoot the energy ball right through or like guide the energy ball through Mm -hmm. the portal so that you can complete the puzzles and it, it showed you how to do all of that especially early on and i just thought that was it was cool it was fun it was it was more fun to be engaged rather than just have some disembodied voice tell you this is how you you know you use this weapon this is how you use this function right yeah i appreciated that yeah this like so that is also like a thing that i've acknowledged in like you know games that i have not like issue with but it is a thing that bothers me when it's just like it a game just tells me to do this and it's just like you know what i mean you kind of just do it but it doesn't really like uh stick with you sometimes because it's just kind of showing you but you don't actually get to right. experience it experience it this game very much so feels like it's hand holding but still allowing you all of the freedom in the world to do whatever you want you know a game has a really bad habit of telling and not showing you is are the 3d sonic games because you get the power up oh, and yeah, then the disembodied right. voice tells you I remember it specifically in Sonic 06, uh, like the dummy ring bomb, like it, it gives you this whole convoluted exp- explanation of Tails's weapon, the dummy ring bomb, instead of just giving you a bunch of enemies for you to like kill. I mean, I think it does like soon thereafter, mm-hmm. but your first experience with this item is the disembodied voice telling you how to use the weapon rather than just letting you use the weapon and mess around with it and actually experience right. it. Yeah. That's absolutely like a major uh, point that like annoys me in like, I mean, I think I don't see it as much nowadays. I don't think. Right. Um, I mean a little bit depending on the game you're playing, right? Like, like right. Uh, cuphead has a little bit of like, Cuphead has that like it shows you how to shows you what to do and it just expects you but to then do it. But it lets you do it. Yeah, right. exactly. So um Titanfall does that as well to the Titanfall 2 campaign. Like, you know, gives you like here's a new toy, here's how to mess with it, go ahead. You know, and just basically lets you have free, you know, free reign. Um yeah, this game very uh again, like uh, this game, uh Half-Life, Half-Life 2, they they do a lot of like a quick very simple explanation of what the what the new toy they're essentially introducing to you is. And then just let you go. And and again, all kind of like bumped up even more experience-wise by GLaDOS, uh, voiced by Ellen McLean, by the way. Um, GLaDOS is like, you know, is, is iconic now in terms of like, you know, if you, uh, mm-hmm. of gaming, right? Like you, you kind of, you hear that like off-kilter AI-ish sounding, you know what I mean? Very sarcastic, very dry humor, kind of rude eventually, you know, occasionally. Yeah. And then, yeah, you mentioned before, like it gets more and more twisted as the game goes on. Um, but yeah, very, very appreciative of how w- well this game, I think it just introduces like mechanics to you throughout the entire game. All the while, like your only source of companionship is this increasingly sassy artificial voice. I mean, that may or may not be trying to kill you. <laughs> well, in terms of companionship, you also have the cube is your best yeah, is your best yeah. friend, the companion cube. True. True. Um, so, so yeah, you mentioned before like the uh, you know the, how the game uh, dealt with momentum and interactivity of like objects with said portals, right? I remember the first time under like experiencing like that little plasma ball one, and realizing oh I can just reset I, or, or I eventually will have to reset portals in a specific order to make things go where I need them to. And I remember yep. like thinking like I'm a genius, you know what I mean? Like when yep. I first did it, and then realizing mm-hmm. oh that's what the game wanted me to do. 
the one where I felt like a super genius was um the one where the 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 area is split between the two walls that disintegrate everything. Yes. And you had to use the portals to like maneuver not just around the the you know geometry but also around the the walls and i was like yeah and maintain the I'm portal the portals like activity basically and like you yep, don't exactly yeah, it's such a good feeling uh would <coughs> what do you think Leave about like that yeah well uh, i mentioned i i went through like a, a small spiel in the beginning uh first first half of this episode about like the the science right the the magnitude of linear momentum like uh, like you know moment, momentum converse, conservation basically right that becomes a much much larger part in the game of the game like later on right and in the beginning right. they kind of introduce you it's like oh jump here it launches you here and then you know you get the you get the more advanced version later on where it's like launches you here now put another portal down to launch yourself again right mm-hmm. i i looked at like certain things like they did a, they did a thing of like showing you something and letting you play with it right and then they down the line they're like hey remember this thing you already sh- theoretically should know how to do because you got to this point right here's the harder version of it um do, do you think in terms of like uh difficulty and progression do you think this game had like i i think it's personally one of like the best like progressions of difficulty designed in games for like if, if we're playing it straight we're not trying to break the game right i think it's one of the great like the best uh like uh ramp ups in terms of like difficulty like oh difficulty yeah i can see curve. that for sure yeah i could definitely see that um I think, yeah, like I, I think there, there's no spike, right? There's no difficulty spike. It's a constant climb. And honestly, it never felt like it was too hard to understand. Okay, yeah. The entire time. And, you know, it basically, it gave you everything you needed during each level and in the levels previous to set you up for success in the game. So, like, I, I never I never felt behind the eight ball. Um, I never felt like I didn't know kind of I, I didn't have the tools to complete a level. I will say that sometimes my get out of jail free card was like, let me just zoom zoom real fast and then just try to clear jumps or whatever. Yeah, like, like and, almost basically brute force them. <laughs> right. So like it, it happened like it, like it would happen yeah. sometimes where I would just be like, OK, I, I don't kind of like and I don't want to say stuck, but a I don't really know what to do here. So zoom, zoom. Right. Mm-hmm. And let me get out of here and make this jump or whatever. But um, yeah, like I never, I never felt like I was intentionally given less options to complete a level. Not that I'm like under duress either, because there's no real like enemies for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's the, the enemy is the geometry of the level around you. Right. So yes. There, there's no it's not like in doom where i'm running out of ammo and i have you know the caco demon and and a whole bunch of other demons shooting shit at me right mm-hmm. in this it's just kind of like well you know you're you, you miss the timing on the ball bouncing back and forth and, and things like that that's about it so you you mentioned about having like all the tools available to you and like do whatever you want to essentially right i, I mentioned that as well in the first half like you know there are there is always like a Set me straightforward way to solve the puzzle, right? And then there's ways yeah. to like, you know, you know, brute force or style or, or style, style on it, on it yeah. right? I remember I had I think I mentioned this in the I think I want to say it's Doom 2016, or am I I don't remember if it's 2016 or Eternal, but do you remember when I said like there was like this bit where I was trying to like jump over off this like one elevator and like dash through this thing and then grab on like you know grab onto like the little uh, pole to like you know uh, swing myself over the, like a like a gap or in the doorway or something like that. 
uh-huh. and it wouldn't let me do it. I had to do it the way the game told me to. Like that, that like annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, right. Because I, 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 I already have some sort of like you know movement expression in the game, right? But then to tell me no, you can't do that. Unfortunately, you have to do it the way we programmed it. Because it w- the game wouldn't react properly. Like, it wouldn't say I-, I can latch on or whatever, even though I'm technically, like, above where I normally would have been to grab onto that railing, right? This one in Portal, like, yeah, like, again, like, you can brute force your way through. Like, I, I told you, like, mess around. Like, you know, there's always a straightforward way to do it. But if you can't, if you see it another way, just go for it. You know, the game kind of incentivizes you to do so. So as much as I joked about you kind of brute forcing your way through, Mm-hmm. It's right. It technically got you to the end goal, right? So it worked. So it, so it doesn't really matter. That's kind of like it's, it's, this is a much more like open ended puzzle platformer in ter- in regards to like, you know compared to like other like FPS platformers that I played. No, yeah, I uh, like I said, and 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 I you know I watched a lot of playthroughs of the game as well, and like there there there's a lot of different ways to do these puzzles, right? So I um I appreciated that. Did you dip your toe into like watching some of the speed runs of this game? Oh yeah, of course. It's wild. Like how it's GDQ season, so like I'm watching speed runs anyway. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, th- th- this game is insane. <laughs> okay, listeners, we're back. Uh, I have no idea what we were talking about before. Jeff had to take a phone call, uh, so <laughs> there's that. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I guess I'll go to the next part here. Uh, was there any particular level where you experienced like a major, uh, like something that like really clicked for you for the game? Like for me. Uh, the first ex- first experience of you getting, you know, trying to get thrown into like the incinerator, I think it was right uh, down the little conveyor belt, and you make your first escape out of the rooms was obviously a major experience for me. Like right, you know, right. it's, a ma- it's a major turning point in the game. Is your first, cr- if it's your first view, like you know, between the between the cracks of like the facility, basically, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything for you that like had that kind of big moment for you, experience, like in the story anyway? Yeah, like I think once Glados started getting a little sassier and sassier, and then trying to kill. By the way, spoilers on this twenty-year-old game. Yeah. Oh no, sorry everybody for. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think like when Glados first like tries to kill you, it's like, whoa, okay, she's not just a sarcastic, monotone AI bot. She is a mm-hmm. sassy, monotone sarcastic ai bot um the one the one level that i was like where where i first like clicked with the portal gun was there's this level with the um the moving platforms through the winding hallway i i think it's like i want to say it's like eight or nine or like level eight or nine or something like that okay it's early on in the game Mm -hmm. um but not like super early it's kind of like once you first start like getting into the game here and I basically learned how to like walk with the portals, if that makes sense. So like slowly but surely progress through a winding corridor with the portals. I don't know how else to describe it, but basically I was like, okay, so I put the portal like on one part portion of the wall. And then I put the one portal, like I put the blue portal on the wall. I put the orange portal on the floor. I walked through the portal on the floor to get onto the, conveyor belt or to get onto the platform and then i shot the orange door at, uh, orange portal at the far wall and then walked through and then i've shot the blue portal at the end of the hallway basically like kind of like walking 
down like navigating my way down this portal does that make sense or navigating yeah, this way yeah down so this that, that was test chamber eight i believe you're talking about so it's like yeah. the goo on the there's the goo on the bottom of the floor right the one where you fall right. into it, you die and you restart basically yeah so there's, a, there's a moving platform and then a stationary platform and you're basically like yeah you're like you know manipulating the portals on each side so you can basically tr- you know go across basically traverse right the and and, and you you can't jump far enough to traditionally like in a mario game where you would like traditionally like platform on these moving platforms and work your way down this corridor yourself so you need to use the the portals to kind of walk your way through mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's kind of was like the first level where i was like hell yeah i did it i'm a genius <laughs> yeah like um there's, there's i feel like everyone everyone i've ever talked to about this game has always had like a different moment where they clicked for it um like i like for uh, one of my friends he said the first one he really clicked with was the one where it launches you like super fast like the fir- your your first momentum jump basically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. like chamber one or two like it's like or like like two or three something like that it's really, really early I mean, on if you think about it if you've never played a game like this and even yeah. like i've never I, I haven't played much like this that's a huge sort of gameplay element, right? Yeah. Like to launch yourself first person and and not really know what's going on. All you know is that you're going fast mm-hmm. and then you just appear on like the other side of the level. It was crazy. Like it was it was a crazy movement um, thing. Yeah, like so the the movement in this game is is like a major point. Obviously, the, you know, a lot of the, the puzzles uh, require momentum, right? Right. Yep. Um, with the the way that this game plays out uh especially in the early parts again it, it seems very squeaky clean for the most part against sarcastic robot and all this other stuff right and then you get to the part where you kind of end up in like kind of like the back rooms essentially right yes, for this yes game. exactly uh, like again the the cracks behind the pure white clean facility you now you're like crawling through vents and like you know fiery pits that are behind traps of like the test rooms essentially right Right. Um, and also you with those those you know those those escape the escape part essentially of the game uh you also get to see a lot a lot of lore in this game surprisingly like uh, like i uh, you, i know you've mentioned before like uh you know you've gone th- down the rabbit hole of like five nights at freddy's lore <laughs> yeah. this, this is one of those games that because obviously there's also multiple games attached to it as well the lore in this game is pretty insane uh you know like you know the there's one where the companion cube is possibly like the uh remains of a previous test uh test subject and that's why the character feels like an attachment to it and obviously you're if you're in isolation you kind of you create like a friendship essentially with the companion cube uh there's like if you like go through some of the back rooms and like you find like some of the um writings on the wall and stuff like and i think there's like a motion i think there's like a comic at one point where like uh, one of the pre- previous test subjects was talking about how they fell in love with their companion cube. Like right. it, 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 the, the game like shows so much, uh, or it just gives you a lot. So like, if you really want to delve into it, like just within the game, right? Like, you know, just looking at the madman scribblings on the walls and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, even then, like, if you look at like the, again, like the, the behind the scenes of the facility, you know, like the escape part of the game, it shows that, like you know, it this crazy the uh, this just gives the idea of this crazy, uh, massive you know scientific organization, right? That is like you has all this crazy shit happening in the first place. Um, you know, you 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 kind of see like the 
kind of the darkness behind i mean aside from obviously the machine trying to kill you you know the, 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 right yeah yeah i mean it's a big deal yeah but you know like you know even more so like you know the fact that the, everything you know again the the mul- how the multitude of like test subjects before you as you're playing uh shell is her name uh yep. get escaping this one and you know essentially becoming the the person to escape the facility one one thing I remember uh, noticing in this game was uh, there was no fall damage. So I, I remember when I yeah. first when I first experienced, I was like, okay, cool, no fall damage. That's kind of first time experience for me. Weird thing now, right? You think that like that's kind of standard, not standard, but like it's a thing that's happened in a lot of games nowadays, right? Like Titanfall, Apex, um, uh, the finals has no fall damage, uh, but like. I think this is my first experience with the game with no fall damage, which makes sense because you're also flying at like you know crazy speeds. Right, um, it would be kind of shitty if it like wanted you to rip through portals at breakneck speeds and then kill you for if you hit a landing wall too fast on the, the ground. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I, but then I was like, okay, so. And also because the game is such a minimal minimal HUD as well too, right? Like yep. I, I didn't know if there was a health bar or anything, so I remember my first uh, first experience with the turrets, <laughs> and I yeah. was like, oh, I can die in this game. Okay, cool, got right. it. You know, like there are there are like again quote unquote enemies in this game, um, and then it's funny because like, the first experience is like you know them locking on and then shooting at you and dying, of course, and then like you realize you can knock them over with like a companion cube, and then they just shut down. Yeah, so, like, I remember that that was also something that was, like, uh, kind of the first challenge that I faced was, like, how do I progress through the turret level? And I kind of figured out, like, I was kind of, like, carefully placing the turrets around, trying to get them to shoot each other and all that. And then I watched, like, the speed run, and the guy just grabs the turret and, like, runs through the entire hallway with the one turret and i'm like oh shit i could have just done that <laughs> and like the first time experiencing like putting a portal beneath one too and then realizing i can kill myself with it still if i put the portal in the wrong spot true true like just bring one closer to me and just shoot the hell out of my own myself <laughs> I, again I, I praise the difficulty of this game and how it ramps up um did you what do you think about the final final encounter of this game I just thought it was so fucking funny that I don't know, like it was it, for me, it was just it was kind of like an immer- a little bit of an immersion break. It made sense in the grand scheme of all things, because GLaDOS is like finally had enough and she's just like, all right, if nobody else can do it, I'll just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's like to, to have a boss fight in this game of all games was kind of like, damn, is no game safe for boss fights? A little bit. Right. I, I felt the same thing as well um, when I when I first played this again back in 2007. Right. Or 2008, whatever that was, uh, when I, when I actually got around to it, because I remember I was not like definitely not like playing this right away when I got it. Um, but yeah, like it was, it, it felt weird to have like a boss battle in this type of game, because again, everything felt so like go at your own pace, right? And then now it feels like oh, I actually have to play by the game's rules for one room, and, and like unfortunately, it was right at the end. Right? No, no, no. I I, I get it, and at the very least, it wasn't like. The game shifted from a, you know, puzzle platformer to like a, an action game, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't turn into that. So at least like the boss fight made sense in terms of the like the mechanics of the game. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny that like out of not really out of nowhere, but like your your final crescendo isn't like a, a super difficult timed boss room or anything like that. It's literally a fight against the computer. Yeah, and and the fight against the computer felt like, 
Do you remember those like little small castles in like every every Super Mario game where you have to, all you have to do is jump on Pom Pom or whatever his name is? Bam. Yeah, yeah, boom, yeah. Bam, boom, bam, or bam, boom, bam, 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 or whatever. Yeah, you have to jump on him three times and that's the end of the fight. Yep. Like it, it felt a little bit like that where it felt a little bit anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? But I mean, it makes sense when you are just like a, you're not like a supercomputer AI, right? This is just like a, kind of like a in terms of like power lack of a better term power level right yeah like i mean it's just kind of like a computer that's running a testing facility it's not like it's a super powerful supercomputer with access to you know high-grade weapon systems and all of that it's it's just kind of like a just kind of like a regular computer right so like yeah. there's only so much it can do so like that makes sense so in the final fight, essentially, it's like, what is it? Like, it's like rockets, right? If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've actually like gone to the final battle. It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you're basically, just, you know, using the portals to manipulate the rockets to hit GLaDOS and then you incinerate each individual part, right? Yeah. There you go. Your personality. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. So, you know, again, kind of like a, like, I wish it would have involved more of the mechanics, right? It involved me shooting myself at like a bullet to just smack her in the face with myself. Right, something, something, right, something right, right. like just go full absurd, right? At, at that point, like I like uh, and like, use all the mechanics and things that I've learned throughout the game, right? The the like, the energy, essentially the energy beams are essentially the rockets, right? That I lock onto from the turrets, yep. and then you know like the, the just picking up garbage and throwing it into the incinerator. That's okay, basic, right? Um, uh, but yeah, and then like, of, like so the game ends, and then you kind of see the uh, you see you know the, uh, the game kind of just winds down from that point on. You get to essentially see you you get you get this like essentially this is like a finale, like a like a, like a short cinematic essentially. Right. Well, this is still alive. This is like the yeah. the thing everybody knows. Everyone from remembers this game. from the game yeah, exactly. And the cake is a lie. Basically, is like yeah. the only other thing. But uh, yeah, so it, it does end on a nice little crescendo. And again, it was like a nice little like uh, nostalgia trip to, mm-hmm. you know, listen to this again. And with with the um, and with the way this game ended, I remember thinking I wish the ending was a little bit more bigger. You know, like that that was like me. I got I, again, I enjoyed very much. I enjoyed my first time ever experience with the game. I remember just that being like a little bit of a nitpick that I had at the time. Again, yeah, I had to yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like, but like, but the overall experience was fantastic, right? Like, it was like a, it was like a nine out of ten experience for me, for sure. Um, but then, like, I remember, uh, and then like, I remember, you know, years down the line, Portal 2 was announced, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, shit, how else are they gonna, you know, make this game even crazier? Um, and obviously, that it again took a while before that it got to that point, but um with the the way this game ended and i remember getting this on pc as well was when i that's when i started also start experiencing like mods for this game yeah yeah that was one thing i didn't really get into were like the bonus levels and like the mods i did experience them in video like i did watch one of the speed runs was like a party boat percent or something or airboat percent or something mm, like that okay where you have to you you spawn an airboat into the game and mm-hmm. you uh have to use it to clip through the walls and and progress jesus okay which is insane but like yeah i so i didn't i didn't experience all of that stuff but i did get to play the base game and i did have a really good time that's good to hear uh did did you get into i don't remember if they showed up on the pc version i remember on the on the ps3 version was there like a time trial 
Like, I believe like, so. Like a, I'm pretty sure there, there is. There was yeah. okay, cool. So that's the one I remember. That's when I realized people were speedrunning this game. Oh yeah, that was, that was my first time experiencing like trying to do anything like that. And it's funny because I remember at the time when I was playing it, I was just kind of doing the same put, the same solution that I had already figured out, but trying to do it faster. Um, and then not realizing there are easier ways, or if not easier ways, fat like you know, more or or more difficult ways that were faster, or even again, right, 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 or at least more consistent. So that you can get to the time you needed to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I, have you gone back to any of the pre, uh, the the? Do you only play this game once, basically, or did you? Yeah, no, I I played it once. I I haven't gone back yet. I will. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll I I wouldn't mind knocking around with it. Yeah, and again, it, it, the fact that it is essentially like a almost like a physics playground. Again, the game kind of incentivizes you to some extent to just kind of mess around and try to break it, which is yep. like a, a nice little a nice. Not a feature, I guess, but it's kind of like a you know it's 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 just kind of a an un, like a welcome part of the game that I don't think they I don't know if they intended or not in the first place. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all like, you really got questions for here. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess we t- again we touched you touched upon it, but like you know that's still alive little song at the end, um, and then you actually finally get to see the cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. I, yeah, it does right. Uh, it looks like a black forest cake. Is that what yeah, that's that, that, yeah. that's what it is. Black forest cake. Yeah. In regards to like this game with like its legacies, like you know, there's like again Portal, Portal Two. There's like a Portal like Reloaded or whatever the hell it was, which is like um, kind of like a un, like a un, like a, essentially an official mod of the game that was made by like you know modders and like like Valve essentially supported it. Right. Um, again, the game is kind of a, is much more expansive than obviously just the one game itself. There's a you know I I bought the board game. I think I wonder if you were were you at my place when we played that one. I don't. I don't remember. I don't think no. so. Okay. Yeah. But that, they had a board game that kind of it, it uh, involves like the little turrets and the cake and the like, little character pieces, <laughs> and then like essentially like the entire bo- game board is like on a is like a mo- essentially think of it as like a conveyor belt where you're constantly moving the board forward and taking like uh you know little uh, pieces of the board and moving it to the back to move everything forward kind of thing. It was a really cool mechanic for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess that all all I got really got for my questions. Anything you want to touch upon in this game? No, I thought it was a really nice, snackable kind of game. I mean, it took me, what, it was like the three-hour kind of run-through here, maybe a little more than that. And, yeah, like, it was it was fun. I'm happy I finally got a chance to play it. It makes me kind of want to play through all the other, uh, you know, Valve games, right? Mm-hmm. So um, maybe that's something for a future sort of playthrough. But I uh, I'm happy I got a chance to play it. It's good to hear. Yeah, I, I think at the especially down the line, uh, I would like you to experience Portal Two, um, for sure. And a uh, nice thing with Portal Two is that it also has a co-op mode. So it, it actually involves Ooh, okay. yeah, it actually involves two players, like uh, essentially like coordinating multiple portals together. And there's they also added a couple other mechanics as well too, which is really. Again, I really thought this game kind of you know covered a lot really in terms of like you know like per, like a lot in terms of like how little to make a lot happen, right? Yep. Like just two portals and that the world's your oyster, right? Yeah. They added more stuff in portal two that, you know, is other mechanics, but it doesn't feel out of place. It is feel very much so fits in terms of like what they were trying to do in terms of like a weird experimental facility type of thing. Yeah, um, I think so. I think and we'll get into that one, obviously eventually at some point I would like to, and we'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly play through that one again. Right, for sure. Good to hear. Um, good to hear you enjoyed it. I appreciate you for, for you know, giving this one a solid try and, you know, actually, you know, 
putting up with uh, an older game, <laughs> as we said before. Like, uh, especially around, I remember you mentioned you had no real uh, feelings toward playing any of the uh, the Half Life games or whatever. But this one's like a kind of adjacent, so it's like, you know maybe a little easier to get into, uh, especially early on in comparison. So if you don't want to get too heavy into the lore and all that other stuff, no, so. for sure. No, I love a, I love a nice lore, so it might be a, a good idea to to dig in. Good to hear. Okay, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in for this one. A little bit of a shorter episode, but again, kind of like the Uh-oh. whole thing is that Did portal is. Hey, here, hello. Leave this in. Are you here? Can you hear me? Hello, folks. If you can hear me, I'm hello? all by myself now. It's hello? finally happened. It's just check, me check one, two. and an open microphone. Mic check. I don't know where Lacan is. Huh. But I've got some well, things I, I want to say. Finally. I don't like pineapple on pizza. I try to play it cool. I try to play like people uh, well, can have uh, what they want on their pizza. I don't think pineapple belongs. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Disgusting, quite frankly. And you know what? I don't like mushrooms either. I hate mushrooms, even though I'm Italian. I hate mushrooms. And eggplant. I don't like eggplant. Hello? Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. What happened? Uh, my PC lost internet connection. I don't know if my router went down or whatever. I'm currently using data on my on my phone. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to uh, wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in the middle of our wrap-up anyway. Uh, here yeah. we go. Let's try this real quick. I'm still recording. I, like, I literally <laughs> heard you saying, well, if I, I can't hear the console by myself right now. And I was like, no, I'm here. <laughs> okay, one second. Hello? Hello. Okay, well, that was awkward. Uh <laughs> I was just uh, I was just going off about things I don't like on pizza and food I don't like, and I had an open <laughs> microphone. I could finally say it. Well, send me that audio, and we'll just I'll see what I can go ahead and share with the world for you here. Right. <laughs> so, listeners, uh, you'll I I got just disconnected out of nowhere from the call, and my internet just shut down for a second. So uh, that was awkward. Um, you'll probably hear a little bit of Jeff saying hello, Lacan. I can't hear you. And him talking about how he has free reign over the podcast now. Um, but listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, if you, whatever platform you're currently listening to us on, leave us a like, leave us a review, share us with a friend. We really appreciate the support. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See you then. Okay, I'm full of Vicks and beef jerky. That is a good, right. a good way to end my day. Agreed.